Hello and welcome to this episode of There Be Dragons. I am your Dungeon Master Matthew. Let's go round the table, introduce the players and the characters that they play. To my right is... Angela and I am playing Abella. Uh, Karen, who plays Roland Westfall, Dragonborn Commander and Minx. Uh. Yeah, follow that. <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah. Um, um, Josh and I play Scan Felspar the owner of a very handsome tr- little dragon and a very devoured little gecko. I'm um, Tristan. I play Charlie Roughhouse, gentleman boxer, and also a minx. <laughs> yeah, he <Yes>. is. <laughs> You're all small woodland creatures now. Polymorph. <coughs> I don't know if anyone caught the last session, but there was a terrible oh, polymorph shit, episode. A gecko? My yeah. pronoun is minxkin. <laughs> <laughs> Look. <laughs> You all wake up as the animals you've described yourselves as. <laughs> Party dies. Game over. I'm getting out of here. I'm a, I'm a dungeon master eating dragon. Who has a sudden heart attack and dies. <laughs> I'm Tom. I play Nezel, the uh, musical storyteller. You, It's just a musical storyteller. No, no mention of what, like, baffling no or anything. <laughs> I am no bard. So, with the sound of a door being heavily locked behind you, you retreat back up the staircase that led you to Madrigal's Magical Supplies and come back out onto the main road of Tinker's Corner. With your shopping expedition a success, Ryland's axe in the hands of a very capable dwarf whose craft's dwarf ship is no doubt going to make it better than you, and a handful of new bowstrings, you make your way back to the Nine Widows Inn with the sun setting quickly behind you. Your travel was unmolested. Uh, a few of you got stopped occasionally by guards, checked papers, but the moment they saw Castellan's signet ring imprint on the uh, seal, they basically went, yep, whatever you want, sir. Bend over. What? It's <laughs> <laughs> a travel anywhere. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, no. Oh, dear. Uh, Ryland, you are now awake, and you have been brought a nice mug of soup by Viola, the proprietress. Oh. Thank you, Viola. Stop shadowboxing the air. <laughs> In my head, it's Viola. Viola. She's shanked like 13 times. <laughs> right. Honestly, she probably has. Like, <laughs> Let's be honest here. Probably. Benito's. How many husbands do you have? <laughs> nine. There you go. It's only nine times. At least that many times. <laughs> so. No, we don't know the Viola. We, we know nothing about Viola. No. Okay. no we I just decided to... to kill a guy because he wants to kill Ryland. Yeah. So. To, to clarify, because you kind of got a little bit wrong, you also got super sus mm. about her oh, response yeah. to, um, like, why... No, they didn't. <laughs> so, I, 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 I don't I remember that. No, you, hey, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> we remembered that. We were just wanting to let Angela forget about that. <laughs> oh, no, I remember that. <laughs> well... You would also recall that she said that there was like a, uh, a dinner that was being put on for all the guests in mm. the dining room. Uh, Charlie would head to the the dinner. It's like ne- Nezel just wants to prepare to kill this dude, or help kill this dude. But Scan will eat spartanly. He will. He will. He will take. He he doesn't like a big meal before he does a lot of murdering. Once I realise everyone's going, I'll probably just be like, yeah, okay. Safety and numbers. Did someone bring my like my axe and my bowstring to my room? Uh, I think I didn't axe bring your axe more. Oh, the axe string, yes. Yeah. Okay, so you all tuck into a meal, and about halfway through, guards come in to the establishment. Da, da, da. Uh, Viola greets them, and then they start like shucking packs and gear and start checking in. 
There doesn't seem to be kind of any any kind of currency exchange, but uh, Viola is given a like a document uh, signed and sealed. Then they start sort of like they're basically off duty, so they start filtering in and sit not next to you, but pretty damn close. The dining room sit about. 30 to 40 people. It's fairly big. You can imagine there's like a table where you would go get meals from. Yeah. It's delicious. Everything's fine. Very, very premium stuff. Uh, stuff. So cabbage is a bit off, but, you know. You and your cabbages. <laughs> Not my cabbages. My cabbages. Um, is there dessert? Yeah. You get, uh, like, flan. Cool. You know, I never had a flan. You you absolutely would have had, had loads of flans. Oh, flan is. Oh, oh, oh. Flan. Flans. Flans. Yeah. Okay. Ah, that's all right. That's what Australians would I'm say. Flan at the dance. <laughs> yeah, a flan at the dance. That's what I do when I go to the dance. Have a flan. Dance. It is. That's a dance. It's, it's, yeah. sounds, well, I say like dance. Sounds dance. dirty now. It's dance. like, do you want to play with my flan? <laughs> yes, that does sound dirty. <laughs> it actually reminds you a little bit of home, uh, Abella. It's very similar to the sort of stuff, state of fair that you would get back in the capital. I probably don't eat that much of it. We we definitely. <laughs> I'm just gonna perception check that. That's six. <laughs> what are you trying to perceive that I don't eat that no, much? An eight. I just told That's, you. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, but I'm just like, no, because to me, I was just like, man, she's acting weird. Also, that's a halfling watching someone not eat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I just, sorry. I feel like it doesn't need to be said at this point, but I'll say it. I, I take some food in my pockets. Yeah. Wing! Are there chicken wings? Um, there are chickens. Oh Whole roast chickens with wings on them. Wings. I'm yeah. wings off. I'll eat the legs. You can. That's fine. Yeah, I'll take the wings. Uh, yeah, Charlie would yeah. pick out some of the white breast and. Cool. Is there any like? Ryan likes breasts. <laughs> and, but like, yeah, no. Charlie's going. Oh, okay. Like, if we're gonna go do this, Charlie needs to. Yeah. You know, Leafy greens and oh. some proteins. Uh, and, uh, you, if this was like a like a Yelp review type style setup or whatever, um, you know this would be probably eight or nine out of ten. Because what about like, the atmosphere? Atmosphere, it's a little bit a bit tense because <laughs> yeah. of the uh, you know <laughs> city guards, a little tense. Probably knock off a point for that, you know, just for yeah. Um, <laughs> service seven out of ten chainsaws, really. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, service is fantastic, though, of course. You see uh, Viola, like, going place to place with, like, gravy boat, flagon of wine or whatever else, sort of, like, topping everyone up and chatting to people, being very homely and grandmotherly. Charlie wouldn't drink. It's just yep. water and... Skin would definitely drink. It'd just be, yeah, like, chicken breast and spinach and good proteins <laughs> was the plan tonight. Would we probably Cover reconvene and kind of talk it over? Hmm? Yeah. I mean, definitely yeah. that. Charlie would have like wrapped up and then asked Viola if there was a uh, sort of like a courtyard or somewhere he could. Um... Yeah, there's a carriage yard out the side. Uh, there are giant like wrought iron gates. There are a few empty stalls for horses. You see a young elven woman tending to the fodder and stuff. There's no one there, but she's like organising it. Excuse me, ma'am. Do you mind if I use this hitching post? Do you understand, Bashan? I certainly do. Uh, she sort of shrugs and goes. You're a guest. You can use whatever you like. And uh, thank you. And Charlie would just sort of like, basically be amping himself up. So like pre-fight routine, sort of. Um, b- before you do that, just roll me an insight check. Eighteen. Uh, you detect uh, a slight aura of disdain from her. Um. Yeah. So Charlie just sort of, he would sit there and, I guess, train, sort of amp himself up until mm-hmm. somebody. Just comes and gets in for this conversation. Um, 
incredibly nervous and just want to like get started and get more planned and like figure out what we're actually doing. Same. Um, is is where he is uh, near uh, visible from one of our bedroom windows? Uh, yes, it would be visible and for. I would open the window and stick my head out and say, "We're going to play cards and nothing else. You want to come up?" <laughs> <laughs> Without even looking at each other, we'd be like. Give me five minutes, I've just got to finish this set. Sure, I'll deal you in. Yeah, so Charlie would sort of finish out with a bunch of push-ups and blah, 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 and then sort of go in, so it'd be... Cool. So you're all convened in Scan's room. I'm just trying to remember what we discussed last time, because we... I don't think we had any solid information on where he was. Yeah, no. Just Ryland's sort of know-how. If you would like Ryland, I will allow you to make an intelligence check Mm -hmm. to recall details of your flight. 21. Okay, Ryland, with a 21, you're able to recall not only that you escaped from a cave system that led out onto the river Dis that pushed you slightly downstream, you also retroactively realised that the place that you had been rowing to across the river had actually been Tinker's Corner. And eventually, when you were arrested and placed in the watch house in Tinker's Corner, it wasn't terribly far away from where you were picked up. Also, you recall that when you were going through the things that had been stored and put aside in this underground lair, that there had been sacks of flour placed aside along with some bolts of cloth. When you look at Charlie's map, you see on the north shore of the city, where it edges into farmland, the illustration of a large windmill atop a hill, not terribly far away from the riverbank. So this this windmill over here seems... Like, like it's a fake business that they're running to, to conceal what they're doing. Oh, it could be a legitimate business, and they're also just cocks. <laughs> Excuse Charlie, my passion. Fun, fun, interesting fact. Windmills explode super easy. Hmm. That might come flower. flower is farmable. Well, that's a decent place to start. Under cover of night, uh, I think we might have a good shot. My only concern, do we have dispensation to be out at night? No. It's not a deal breaker, but... <laughs> Could have made things easier. Well, we have our papers from Castellan. Yeah, people aren't going to question them too much. I mean, if we get in hot water, we just say, no, no, he's okay with it. We do want to be careful about using that man's name. Oh. Beyond what he was willing for us to use it. No, that's... We don't want sorry. to make an enemy out of him. Well, then, if we say that... If if it becomes an issue... Yeah. We just say, look, no, we were doing the thing you wanted. But try and avoid patrols anyway. Um, I mean, there's, there's some perfectly good soldiers downstairs we can ask if this would be... Uh, Actually, they're all roomed not too far away from you. Well, yeah, we also loud. wouldn't yeah. be being loud. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's. I'm but not saying they're listening of, in on you. I'm just saying they're like they're on your floor. They're on other floors. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess my other concern is these are assassins. Um, I don't know how how equipped I am at the moment. To could we wait tonight until I get my uh, knuckle rings? Look, we're safe where we are, are we not? I think so. No one stabbed me today, which makes a nice change. <clears throat> yeah, I think we're safe here. The look everyone's giving Ravella is amazing. No, I don't have a reason. I mean, I don't, yeah, I'm not going to be all like... <gasps> yeah, it's like we don't think she's saying we're unsafe. We're just like, yes. 
Uh, yeah, it's more. Yeah, it's no, more no. I, I know. It's well, yeah. why don't why don't? Okay, so tomorrow we go see Castellan and get permission for nighttime activities. Mm. I would, I would like that. I do wish to talk to him as well. Um, we get Ryland her axe, which will be ready by tomorrow. I think mm. he said. Oh, and my pants will be ready in the morning. Well, there you go. Oh, wonderful. Just as a thought, like I know he is not going to arrest me, but would it be perhaps unwise for me to just turn up on his doorstep? Oh, you don't have to come. I do think, though, it might benefit you to speak with the man. From the impression I got from hearing you, it sounded like he might actually want to talk to you. You mean the impression you got from reading my letter? Wait, you... Look. At this point... Yes, you did. Look. (laughs) You definitely did. You don't read. I think he wants to talk to you. Didn't we all read And besides, Nezzle said he wanted to, so... not. Charlie, have you not read the letter? I certainly would not read it. Do you want to? Everyone else has. I I do not. I didn't read it. I hear. Quiet! (laughs) (laughs) I make Stellan will fuck you up. (laughs) I'll just be smellier. (laughs) I I think he wants to talk to you and not put you in prison. I do apologize. Keep it down. Of course. Anyone want to make fake sex noises? I think you'd find it more interesting if you and Abella did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Abella! Oh! Oh, gosh. No, I, uh, look. Oh, <laughs> I was just like, I'm not doing this. Oh, Charlie. Oh. <laughs> Nezzle's dead. Like get on top. That doesn't bother Nezzle's Charlie. Nezzle's hiding in the corner. Look, I've been standing a lot lately. I'm allowed to have a joke. Abella's genuinely gone red. <laughs> Have I? Yeah, a little it's bit. It's funny. <laughs> now you've mentioned it. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, so now that we've had our fun, um, are we... We need to get out more friend. <laughs> <laughs> did we want to scope it out a little bit or were we want oh, yeah, to get absolutely close? Like we could go for a walk during the day. Yeah. You say we, I think anyone but you. Yeah. Yeah, not I me. I won't go either. Also, probably not me. Scans okay, <laughs> well, sure, if you say so. Well, but... that sounds fun. Let's go for a walk. <laughs> Don't get stabbed. Love you. Yes. Sideways glances at Abella. It's just very much Have that fun. Charlie was seen by these people. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Riley. Yeah, yeah. This is this is fine. And and I would definitely be... Uh, just... Nezor and yeah. I are well, notable, uh, I've, I've visually always... notable people. <laughs> You're not always currently have a target painted on just your back. Always been about the information. Let's get some. Just make sure that we don't engage at all. Yeah. Like, you know, like, be as subtle as possible. We don't want them to think that something's, something's coming. Yeah. Let's go buy some flour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I wonder if he's fenced the gold already, because I could buy a lot of flour. <laughs> Mm. We we could we could buy a rent a, a barge to take a shipment of flour to Key, say, which could be a totally legitimate way of getting to Key. Um, I love this. <laughs> I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> it's not about panic. Awesome. No. <laughs> and that's a great way to get the fuck out of here when we're done. So yeah. we don't get stabbed. It's a which really I think we should do. Slow way of getting out. Soon as possible after. But like super meta and also fuck you, Matt. <laughs> Actually intend to do that so you don't have to roll deception rolls. No, no, <laughs> yeah, no that, that's the plan. Yeah, yeah, no, this is actually... I'm, like, I'm on board. I'm loving this plan. Um, <laughs> um, does, would Key be a good place to sell flour? <laughs> key would be a good place to sell anything in support city. Okay, but like for our profit? Would be the only... 
There's bakeries everywhere. Look, if we don't, if none of us get stabbed, I consider that a profit. <laughs> well, Look, okay, the, the, the money is there to be spent. Um, yeah, I just need some of it. So uh, yeah. it would be. I wonder if he's fenced it yet. Quite possible, unlikely, but let's let's. We talk. can stop by and ask him anyway. Yeah. How much money do I have? We, like I've got two grand coming, so. No, I've got like a hundred ninety-six. Um. Yeah. Well, that that sounds like a plan. So we could be. I'm I'm the boat captain. You're the Hellenic. Yeah. The, the trader, yeah. Yeah, you're the Valenic let me, trader. Let me open up my disguise kit a little bit and look less homeless. Yeah, <laughs> or less emo. Yeah. Hey, what does that mean? Um, <laughs> uh, you're going to have to go to sleep before you do this. Though. Oh, yeah. This, oh, yeah. This is tomorrow's plan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So do we want to go see Castellan all together first and then kind of split up and you guys go do... I, mean, I don't think we should leave, or those of us who are worried about being seen should leave this area. I'm not too concerned. I mean, I'm happy to accompany you to Castellan. Uh, look, if I don't have to go see him, I, I won't. I feel like you might get... It might be beneficial. Shanked along the way. I just wonder if you guys... Oh, she 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 might. Yeah. I might get shanked. A little bit. All right, well, look, if we're taking the risk... I just wonder if you could use our information before you see Castellan. True. Like, it couldn't hurt, but not having it isn't going to stop any chance, I think, of him agreeing yeah, yeah, to yeah. this. So, in the morning, we go to the floating docks and see about renting a, a barge. See how much it'll cost. If we need the extra money, we go and talk to old pal Magigold. Yeah. And then yeah. head down to the flour mill. Look, I do have other bars of gold. I'd just rather not whip them out. <laughs> not whip them out in front of a bunch of thieves and assassins? Yeah, yeah. alright. In a city full plan. run by the mob, yeah. Okay, you wake at the crack of dawn and the six bells that accompany it. I'd be up a little before that. Push up to the sunrises. You can smell bacon. Viola was up even before you, Charlie. And she's just putting out trays as you all descend the stairs. So I would have been woken by Crush. Yeah. Bacon. And I, like, I'm not, he's not saying bacon, he is pouring at my face, and I'm getting the sense memory of bacon. bacon. Compounded by sense of actual yeah. bacon and smell, and, but sort of, he is, he is beaming bacon, bacon, at my head. Yeah, I'm, I'm basically gonna, gonna have breakfast and then tidy myself up a bit, not wear my, my jacket of many vests yeah. and such, and... Yeah, so this is this bacon. Jacket of many vests. Jack, jack, <laughs> vest of many pockets. That's where I was going. Oh my God, can you have a jacket of I many vests? G'day, stranger. I've got all the vests you, you could ever want. Scalper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. Want to buy a vest? I like to think it's actually every... Like he'll just button vest. his jacket, and then when he unbuttons it, it's always a different vest. Always. Uh, <laughs> and sometimes it'll be like random logos that you've never seen before. Far away places. Like randomly you've got like an eagle's yeah. logo on it. You, you have a hearty breakfast. Uh, the day is yours. What do you wish to do? And in what order? And who's going where? I think we're heading to, to anywhere we can hire a boat, Madrigold, and then to the flower, potentially then back. But I think if we take too long, everyone else should head to see Castellan. Yeah, if we're not back by midday, you go. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Um, so we'll uh, just lay low in the meantime, I guess, unless you guys wanted to do anything. Uh, you are almost about to leave when uh, an elven woman appears at the doorway with a, a package. Pants for Charlie. Oh, excellent. <laughs> she stands there expectantly. Well, I guess it. 
duck it. Her <laughs> eyes go wide and she's like, yes, takes it duck and just dis- it just disappears. Oh, no, it's just not like a, like, question, like, duck, you would take a duck and go, thank you so very much, my dear. I know, she just takes it and, like, pockets it and then bolts. I will open my own shop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but Charlie's like... Hey, no, no, Charlie, like... I get you, it. You basically gave her, like, a <laughs> month's <laughs> wages. That's fine. Yeah, Charlie's like... After so spending much. two years' wages on <laughs> Yeah. He's a man who likes his pants. Yep. <laughs> and no shirts. These trousers are very fashionable. Yes, Charlie would basically once they're there take them and um, head up to the washroom and you know, he hasn't had a shave, so shave his head back and trim himself up. <laughs> he yep. might, he's a little stubbly. Are you, by the way, Scanner, you still like covered in hair and stink like high heaven? No, my morning ritual now includes setting myself on fire. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> was Madrigal going to have my things delivered or did I have to No, see you him? guys had to go back and see him. Did Good thing we're going to go see him. Well, if he was going to go and flip that gold bar, then he might have managed to do that already. Yep. We are going to inquire about hiring a ship, figure out if we have the gold to hire a ship, and then hopefully go and buy a bunch of flour and recon the hell out of some Would I know even the vague idea of how much hiring a barge, a a flower barge, would cost? Hiring a barge? Mm. Substantially cheaper than buying one. I wouldn't plan to buy one. I don't want to have to flip a barge as well as a barge load. Yeah, um, you... You could. You're pretty confident that if you went to the docks, you could uh, probably buy a berth on one of the um, many barges that come up and down the river. You're pretty confident that your papers will allow you to get that self-same barge out of Retu because if you recall when you arrived they were pretty strict on what yep. can and come in and what can't go out. They were stripping sails from boats, etc. So um, that would be a bargaining chip for us of hey, we have permission here. We oh can help right, yeah. sure. We can get stuff out. <laughs> also, it's like it's flour. Would they be confiscating food? No. <laughs> no, they'd probably check it. Make yeah. sure you make smuggling contraband. On your way uh, to Madrigals, could you just check on my Mm, knuckle rings. Oh, well, when we go to Madrigal, it's yours. Excellent, thank you. Okay, where is Abella, Ryland, and I believe Charlie Young? Three of us are currently around the house. And Langlow. Yeah, Langlow. Charlie would probably uh, put some tea on and set up some cups for the ladies. I'll ask if anyone wants to play cards. Tea sounds lovely. And then beat the pants off all of them. <laughs> Uh, Nezor and Gan, you cross over into the central island and you find the self-same blacksmith that you saw before. And as you're coming in, he's doing the last, like, wetting of the weapon. It is beautiful work. Uh, I say I love the smell of lapping powder in the morning. You wait another, like, five minutes with him just fixating on this blade. And uh, when he pulls it away, you notice that he has used a silver to fix the, the blade. And he goes... This axe is a piece of beauty, it is. Seemed only fitting to use silver to patch her up. Listen, you wouldn't have to know who made this, would you? I honestly, I'm afraid, my friend, the axe is not mine. It is a friend of mine's uh, who is by the conditions of the uh, current... You know, you talk too much, half-elf. It's not my axe, I don't know. Well, the job's done. Don't worry about extra payment for the silver. I'll cover the cost. Thank you very much, good sir. If you need anything to be cast into the forge, well, you know where to find me. I shall indeed. Fine work. Um, you see, you have the axe. It's been perfectly balanced. I, I balance it on my finger and I go, 
Yeah. She's going to be very, very happy. Uh, so your axe is now considered to be silvered. Ooh. And For no longer damaged? No longer damaged. Let's that fight some zombies. Which is really good for however much we paid. <laughs> yeah. You get the distinct impression that this guy started doing the job and then kind of went like, oh, oh, my, my art is getting away from me. Uh, <sighs> I fucking do that. I'm going, I'm going to do this thing. Ooh, but what if I do this? Ooh, and then this. He probably stayed up all night working on this. What a little cutie. Is his name above the door or something? It's Karaki in Arms is what it's called. Uh, so may I inquire your name? so that if anybody asks me who performs the work, I could recommend you. Name's Bin of the Karakian Arms. Bin of Karakian Arms. Thank you and good day, sir. Let's, uh, let's head to old mate Magical. He likes us still, right? Uh, he likes... Let's go with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back at the inn, uh, Viola comes down the stairs wearing a shawl uh, and walks in and goes... Anything Just else? a shawl? I <laughs> know. Uh, like... <laughs> No, she oh, comes down, she's so like, much. and here's the burlesque show. She's <laughs> 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 got a big old lady tit. Nah. <laughs> uh, look, maybe like multi, like yeah, octocentrial. Yeah. yeah, no, she's probably a lot older than that even. Um, lady would know some moves. She had nine husbands. Yeah, she, she knows some moves. She can suck some dick. Sucks <laughs> <laughs> and- the soul right out of them. Uh, <laughs> Um, actually, her... The worst place to have your soul sucked out. <laughs> like, or the bear. Ah! <laughs> um, well, the, not the neck! Like you, you're not going to stop her, are you? Good God. Um, you probably would have noticed that all her husbands were probably getting progressively younger in the portraits as well. It's Abella. probably just one husband, Dorian Graying it. Um, no, they were definitely different elves. But, um, like, she would get wrinklier and smaller and they would get, like, younger and taller. So uh, she comes down and... Well, if, Benjamin Button situation. Really. Sort of, except probably, like... I don't know. You can you can ask Viola if you really want I to. Don't. Probably I'm just not that she can no. suck a mean dick. <laughs> she comes down in what is the equivalent of her Sunday best. Ah. And she goes, I'm just going across the street to the church. I'll be back in a couple of hours. <laughs> I could do with a chaperone. Would you come with me? <laughs> is she looking at me? Yes. Yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm not there, so I can't say, go with no, auntie. No, yeah, yeah. Well, I can't. I can't not. Nope. Okay. Okay. Does that mean you Does fold? Anyone, would anyone... Uh, sure. Would this anyone... Kind, yes, this, yes, yes. This kindly old lady has asked for a chaperone, Charlie, and she's just, like, so sweet, and Abella has just been so nice back. That's really weird for Abella. <laughs> no, I would point... an investigation. I would you like guys, to point out that I say, sure, would anyone like to come with... Yeah, that's that's rolling. Uh, <laughs> twenty-five. I roll at eighteen plus two, so an unnatural twenty. If you want to keep your cool, oh, roll shit. an opposed uh, check. Deception. Deception. Yeah. So you got to beat twenty-five. No. Oh. Um, no, it's not bad. It's twenty-one, but oh. yeah, it's um, not twenty-five. You're a deceptive motherfucker. I am. But I'm also shaking in my boots, which I will point out. So yeah, you're, like, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, kind yeah. of she's kind of scared. Um, Charlie would be like. Might I do the honour? Oh, of course, my dear. Charlie would sort of, yeah, like, extend his hand down his right, yeah. take her arm. Yeah. Uh, Don't yeah. let her near your soul. <laughs> she's um, nowhere near she's his got, She's kept her grip on you, though, Abella, as well. Oh, she fucking You're coming, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, she looks over at you, Riley, and goes, Would you like to join us for the service? 
Why do I feel like Ryland is not religious at all? Because um, she probably isn't. <laughs> Charlie's not religious. Um, like, do, have I picked, with my non-natural 20, did I pick up that any weird shit was going down? or am I? Just... Uh, well, you were rolling against Stabella, so you didn't, you didn't pick up that she was Bless nervous. Oh. As far as you're concerned, Charlie's being very chivalrous, I guess. Although, however, Charlie I think would like to Ryland, play. unfortunately for you guys, finds the prospect of going to church very unappealing. Um, and so, so uh, it's like, thank you kindly for the invitation, but I'm I'm still recovering. Oh, of course, my dear. I shouldn't have asked. You're still injured. Might you uh, mind, Duchess, while we're gone? Oh. I don't think the church would like a dog in there. Of course. Wonderful. So, Charlie and Abella, accompanied by Viola, cross into the main square. Viola's hand is vice-like on your arm, Abella. And Charlie, she is a perfectly wonderful old lady holding her very frail hand on your own. You cross the square and go straight into the Temple of the Fury. You walk up the steps and are greeted by several tabarded clerics who are giving out benedictions to everyone who passes. The whole of the law. The whole of the law. <laughs> it's not that whole. Yeah, hold with a WH. That's not what I was thinking, because it's... The whole of the law. (laughs) The whole of the law. It's the worst church ever. (laughs) (laughs) Worst church ever. You just get stabbed on entry. Are you okay? (laughs) Free stabbing for everyone who comes in. (laughs) Oh, yes, please. You walk in past these guys who are giving out these benedictions. The structure itself is between five and six stories, so it's pretty damn big. And you're pretty certain, like, the hallway itself is probably three floors tall. And it terminates in a large archway that enters into a grand seven-sided room, even bigger than the hallway you are walking down. Immediately in front of you is a stained glass window of a fiery avenging angel, 14 wings arrayed around her, burning eyes with a bloody sword in one hand and a free-hanging sheath in the other. This is the Fury depiction of the goddess of law. As you follow Viola to your seat, you notice that this place is steeped like an amphitheater and there are two staircases that run up past the way that you enter into this room. And above the archway sits a wooden double door that obviously leads into the ministry itself. The only other thing that catches your eye before you sit is the two black iron loops that sit bolted into the floor in the absolute center of this room surrounded by a deep scarlet carpet just metal as fuck uh, <laughs> fair enough <laughs> this I, was, I was going to ask is there any uh, scorch marks on the ground uh, here or on those uh, hoops well you're not there but I can answer that question uh, there, are, there are what appear to be stains why wouldn't yeah. you go with tiles see this guy's got the right idea he wore the brown pants. <laughs> <laughs> so Viola has sat on one of the front row pews. I would have, like, you know, let her enter first and then sat between herself and Abella. So, like, helped her into the pew, into her seat, and then sat down and sort of gestured next to me. I would not have objected to this. Okay. Um, Charlie knows this. Can yeah. I have a look at the crowd to see if... Um, I'm trying to fill out if they're anything to do with the uncles or anything, or if they're just normal people. Their perception check. You're picking out people in the crowd. Uh, 13. You don't recognise any of these faces, but you do recognise the, the people at the back are wearing the shabbier clothes. Mm. Oh, okay. 
So it's like a rich people thing rather than a... Right, okay. And this is a little old lady. Yeah. That part I'm not Who does about. own a business? Yeah. There's no one on her pew. Like, there's no one on her level at the very base of this. <laughs> um, and you notice that people are giving, like, respectful nods to her as they pass. Of course they uh, a um, lot of business owners, you see like a fishmonger. Well, you smell a fishmonger. Um, you know, th- it's probably a refreshing change for you guys yeah. hanging out with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're like, ah, oh, oh. the smell of the ocean. It's not scam. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're waiting for about 15, 20 minutes, and there is this uh, double door that opens up, and you see the limping form of a man in a uh, official-looking robe who Scan would recognise as the poor man who got beaten by Castellan. Limp down the stairs, um, muttering under his breath and... Um, fucking dicks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hurts, stupid. <laughs> no, no, they, they, he passes around, he's going the whole of the law. The whole of the law. The whole of the law. All these sorts of benedictions comes out uh, and goes, Greetings upon you. Law-abiding citizens. We read first from the Book of Law. The faithful know that in the beginning there was naught but chaos, and from it rose natural law, that which is primordial. The primacy of the fleet of foot in opposition to the slow of pace, the physically strong that defied the weak, the quick of mind that outshone the dull of wit. As with all law brought from chaos, the primordial asserted its place as order, and in doing so, it begat that which was the sum of speed, strength, or thought, and yet stronger still. Civilization, the creation of family, then a hamlet, then a city, then a nation, but a civilization is only the sum of its law. Its worthiness only judged by its stability. It is by this Our Lady the Fury has enshrined our divine mandate to honour the laws of mortals and see their works be done. For it is not the God's place, say Our Lady, to give mortals order. It is for mortals to seek out that which naturally nourishes the soil of nations, laws and consequences. That which is right and just comes only from the law and the application of it unflinchingly. The law is neither good or evil. It has no capacity for compassion nor malice. What makes the law just is those who safeguard its codes and ordinances. This is the whole of the law. Seek to follow the laws of mortals and shun those who would claim higher callings outweigh the demands of civilization. These are the agents of chaos in our midst who would return us to the primordial, return us to barbarity, return us to the rules of primordial law. But recognize that the fire of civilization burns brightest when it burns dispassionately. Recognize that the occupier of your city brings not to your door chaos, but order of a different form. It is to you that the choice must be made whether to seek chaos or embrace the light of civilization. That which the Fury commands us to follow is not the doctrine of a single nation or people, but the laws themselves. Chaos. Chaos is the enemy of all civilized people, and chaos breeds where lawlessness rules. This 
This is the doctrine of the faithful. Our goddess demands that her worship is not claimed from her a legality higher than that of mortals. We praise her not for the order that she brings, but for the unflinching purity of purpose we have in service to those who govern themselves and the duties we enact in their and her name. For lawlessness must be punished. The law demands it. Civilization depends upon it. And our grim work, as always, must be done. It matters not what the penalty must be. It matters only that it be paid. Inquisitor, bring forth the condemned. And several people are brought into the room and the next like 20 minutes is a reading of charges and findings so it's like this man was caught being a thief he stole 20 ducats from a shopkeep this shopkeep was unable to pay his rent lost his business and threw himself into the river and drowned himself the punishment is thus you shall have your hands removed oh, well. and then it just rolls on and on and on and viola just sits there nicely kind of like watching i, I don't know how charlie takes this whole charlie thing. would avert his eyes every time somebody was killed or cut up like you would sort of Charlie can appreciate some of the teachings but like the way he sees it is those who have you know like strength or speed should use that to guide and help people instead of chopping their body parts off sort of as opposed to enforcing laws. But yeah, every time something sort of... He, would, he wouldn't he would go like, oh, but like he would sort of look down to his lap. Oh, you, you've cut off that man's hand. Now now what? Now that man has no hand. Yes. He too will yeah. end up in the river, essentially. <laughs> like, because he can't do anything now. You've cut off any chance of this man redeeming himself. Well, as far as they're concerned, that doesn't seem to be a, a, prior, yes. a priority. Yeah. That's uh, bringing back, cut the other hand off. Yeah. I'm curious to know what Abella thinks of this service. Again, you would have probably seen stuff like this pretty regularly back where you're from. Um, busy trying to be as neutral as possible. This is a city with multiple faiths? If there are multiple faiths, you haven't seen any other devotional... Okay, so then my next question is, how many mutilated people have I seen in the city? <laughs> You, they do this every Sunday, and there's like a dozen guys each time who get mutilated or, or killed. Ryland probably would have seen some of the result in the slums. Uh, people missing digits and hands and, and eyes and things like that. But they you notice this for an eye thing, do they? Yeah, but you notice that there's no like uh, like um, moral crimes. There's no like this man's an adulterer. Like there's none of that. It's all mm-hmm. like this person stole from this person. This person killed this person. Yeah, Abella would probably have heard a lot of this and seen the effects of it before and not really liked it but not really well it's the done thing yeah exactly that's this is just how things are done this is a suggestion i I, um Mm. does abella want to know why she was taken nope (laughs) i don't want to talk to this bitch at all no no no. she doesn't have to ask yeah you can roll a dice and see if you can't infer why you were brought here probably infer it like it feels very strongly like a threat that you think that you think she'd turn you over to the fury? I don't know about specifics, but it's a general sort of like there's a ticking time clock on this. Look at all these bad things happening. Look at the power I have over you to make you come here. Okay. Yeah. No, I feel. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So uh, the service ends. The remains are swept off the rug. 
I still think, yeah, rug is a bad choice. You notice that they are, like, cleaning the rug with, like, sanctifying herbs, that sort of stuff. Ain't nothing going to sanctify that. Um, it was white when they started. <laughs> Possibly. Then Viola gets up and goes, oh, thank you for coming with this old woman. Shall we go? Charlie would offer his arm again. Charlie's probably a little green around the gills, I imagine. Well, more just sort of, yeah, like grey, like... Yeah. I mean, look. I'm, I'm just curious. Charlie, I imagine that there were executions in her heart. Occasionally, yeah. But they weren't... They were like, this man, you know, murdered... A small village. Like, these people... <laughs> a small village? village? Like, you know, like, <laughs> as in, like... Yeah, oh, no, we execute that guy. <laughs> like, you know, this guy... What? Quite a lot of people, really. This guy snapped and murdered his five children and oh. his wife. Like, you know, these are yeah, yeah. really awful people that have taken lives and we can't trust yeah. that... N- not... Yeah. This guy stole a pig, <laughs> so now we're going to cut his head off in front of an entire congregation. So, Charlie, I think it's more, it's not so much the killing that's upsetting, more, like, how little a thing you had to do to be maimed, or, like, there was no, like, you stole 30 ducats, so you have to pay him back 35 ducats. It was, you stole 30 ducats, fucking hand off. Like, the guy doesn't have his ducats, you don't have a hand. The punishment doesn't fit the crime in Charlie's mind. Nezol would hate it because it's a religion, and then on top of that it's, like, so anti-everything that the Valen hold. It's like it's already everything he hates, and then it's the total opposite of anything he ever learnt, ever. Well, Scan and Nezol, since you jumped in, we're going to cut now to you as you enter the floating markets. Well, I'm going to just turn to Scan um, and be like, cool, so I'm I'm the businessman. Mm-hmm. You're my captain. Yeah. I'm just going to walk up. Captain look, slash bodyguard. I don't e- know. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I'm going to be like, you're my guy for ships, but I'm the guy that's in charge here. Yep. I can either carry the money, but it's your money, or... I, I'm, yeah, if you're my bodyguard style, yeah. yeah. Um, Scan, pay the man. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, cool. So I'm basically looking around for... A reputable-looking ship, but not one that's like, oh, no, I don't um, want to leave my, right my, now. Uh, don't call me Scan. Right. Mm. I am Stilgar. Stilgar? Easy. I can do that. Um, so I want to look for a ship that doesn't look disreputable and broken down, cool. but I don't want one that's like... Wrong the perception. The cream of the crop. <laughs> Be the cabbage barge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that's a ten. There's a really good barge with a bunch of cabbages in it. <laughs> Can I look for a barge that, sure. like, using he's, my naval knowledge? <laughs> he's the ship guy. Yeah. yeah, you see a big barge carrying a lot of produce. Yeah. I got a 17 plus 6, so, yeah, 23. You see the cabbage barge, but you also notice that there is a barge with livestock on it that's just as roomy. It just looks less appealing because of all the animals on it. You need to be cleaned. Yeah. Um... But the cabbage barge would need to be cleaned as well. Yeah. I wonder how easy it would be either way. Well, um, so the livestock barge, does it look more seaworthy? Uh, yeah, it's probably the better build out of the two. Roomier? Uh, well, yes, because it's not got a heap of cabbages just dumped into it. Yeah, I think I'd start walking towards the cabbage barge and scan it. be like, <laughs> nope, we're going this way. <laughs> this one. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we keep the other one as a, a second if sure. this guy is not helpful or isn't yeah. going to key. Hmm. Um, 
given, um, kind of, is there any way of telling which way they're going? They're both facing away from Areem. Yeah. I mean, like, you you probably wouldn't have this knowledge, but um, Nezor absolutely would. Barges generally st- stick to, like, a, a cycle. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll go to certain places every time of the year. They'll go this point, then this I'd point. I'd imagine he point. would. I do. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, but, like, you wouldn't necessarily know how river folk work. Yeah. Okay, sure. You may know that. He definitely knows Okay, that. sure. That's my point. Um, <clears throat> yeah, a, I think this one. Um, so I, I hype myself up a little bit and walk towards. I'm assuming I can either see a captain or so someone who looks a bit... So how are you dressed of, again? I'm, I'm just, like... No, like without my my jacket of many pockets, but still like a fill. Like it's almost my my costume for performing, but without all the trinkety bits that flare it all up. So it's just it's the best clothes I have. What about the rough? Uh, probably not the rough because I feel like that's more of a costumey bit rather than a nice looking bit. So you're dressed to impress. Yeah. Okay. Snezor's best approximation of a businessman. Okay. Um. What are your passive perceptions? Uh, <laughs> 16. 14. Okay. You, yeah, you go through a crowd of people and then get to this um, barge and you see a surly looking man in his early 40s and he's spitting over the side constantly. Human? Yeah, human. Man. Oh, yeah, go on now, yeah. What? All right then. No, no. Head up. I was. <laughs> I'm actually asking, what is he saying? He's <laughs> talking in some kind of farmer speak. Okay. Like, he's like, I don't know, I'm not. But I don't, um, like, can, can I... Ew, them cabbages. Can I, can I infer what he is suggesting I do? He's not actually talking... He's not talking to you, he's talking to oh. his assistants. Right, oh, right, okay. Um, and they are, like, gathering up livestock for purchase. Sure, okay. <laughs> it's like, is he addressing us? <laughs> Because we're not actually there. You probably think know. so for a moment. And he looks. Why well, is he looking at us? Uh, he's kind of like glancing back and then moving back his head to see if he okay. can get anyone. So I'd pipe up, my friend. We are looking for the captain. And of this yeah, barge. friend. That's fine. We might be in the future. We're looking for the captain of this barge. Yeah, uh, Valant bass there. <laughs> no idea what the fuck he just said. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Valantic yeah. bastard. Oh yeah, uh. that's that's me. Uh, well, my he's friend and I behind him looking menacing. Yeah. Uh, we have ourselves, some friends, uh, and we're looking to get out of the town and hopefully make a bit of coin yeah, along yeah, the way. Yeah, like that one, eh? Yeah. The, what? <laughs> he wants to get out of the town. Oh, I can't understand it, man. <laughs> um, you think his son comes up and, like, goes, <laughs> he's like, you have to excuse my father. Perfectly fine. How can I help you, gentlemen? As I said, myself, my partner, and some friends are looking to get out of town and hopefully make some coin along the way. We were hoping to hire a barge that was heading towards Key and share some of the profit or just hire along the way. Uh, well, we were headed towards Key, but this war's created a bit of a problem for us. We can't leave. I uh, flash our, our... It's not a passport, is it? It's, it's just papers. Papers. Pa- uh, flash our papers. I can do what I want, sign Costello. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, <laughs> Fuck you, we, I won't do would they... Me. Yeah. I just go, we have the... He's not a governor, is he? He's... In effect, he's a governor. Scan smiles and twirls his mustache. We have the governor's permission. We we can get through. This is not a problem for us. All right. Well. Hopefully that can drop the price a little bit, as I said. Well, look, I'd be willing to. So we also have cargo. We are hoping to have cargo. What's the tonnage? We are still in negotiations because we're looking at flour. Oh, that's easy enough. How much can you accommodate? How much have you got? <laughs> well, we have as much as we can get uh, that is still being negotiated. We shall also have a horse. Uh, 
us and three other friends. Okay. And there's some mental math in there. goes, give me an approximate number of how many sacks of flour. I look at, I look at Scan. Scan will go 60 tops. Fair-sized cargo. All right. I can do you 350 docket. Remembering that we are pretty yeah. much your ticket to get out of the town. Yeah. I look towards Scan. Is this a fair price? It is a good price. It's probably accounting for the fact that they're not going to be making profit over the loss of space. Yeah. Is more where that price, that figure is coming from. So they're basically making money off the fact that they won't be making money. Master, if I may, I feel we uh, could possibly do better with our good friend, the cabbage dealer. Um, Possible. That fraud. I'm not saying that he is a a, a reputable merchant of cabbages. (laughs) But he offered us a better price. Uh, could you go to three hundred? I could do you three thirty. Very well. I, yeah. I would. I would look at you and. Yeah. Hey, uh, if, spits in his hand. He goes. If my expert approves, I approve. Uh, right. Well, he spits in his hand. He's got his hand, spitty hand, waiting, and he's like. There's <laughs> all his hands. And I'll be taking a, I'll be taking a deposit up front. Certainly. Ten uh, percent. Let's try thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's that's fine. That's what I expected. Even I was expecting that. I'm just trying to work out. That, what 30% that, would be it's ninety. Ninety. Okay. Yeah. No, we can. Ninety-nine. Can okay. Um, it's just like I only got about half that. Yeah. As I said, the flower's still in negotiation, so that will at least cover our Look, transport. Your, your business is your sure. business. Pay up. Yep. No, I pull out. I think I had 120 minus the 10, so I've still got 10 ducats left. Uh, um, you pat your point coin pouch, or where your coin pouch was. And you don't have a coin pouch. I stare at Scan. Um. <laughs> I hired you for protection. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck is my money, bitch? I seem to be in the need of a better bodyguard, but for now, well, I could. We shall ignore that. I've got three strapping young lads back there. If I had anything to protect now, <laughs> no, I would. Are you able to hold that price? Scan pulls out. Uh, he's, he's got 45 and change. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and goes, there's 40. My question is, Scan, if that's going to be a fairly normal process, we don't have that money right now. Do we need to hit up Let's Madrigal go back first? Madrigal, yeah. I mean, I considered getting out a gold bar, but that was not a good idea. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> if they've targeted me... Sorry, dude, I wasn't actually getting no. your body. <laughs> I, it, I was just pretending it, to. It's it <laughs> it a game. Let's hit up our friend. Hmm. See if we can be helped. Hi, everyone. It's Matthew, your Dungeon Master, back again with another ad break. This episode, we've said it once, we'll say it again a hundred times. We would like you to go check out Nerds of the West. Nerds of the West are a board game enthusiast community committed to playing and rating just about every board game they can get their hands on. You can check out their regular streams at twitch.tv slash nerds of the West, or if you want to check out their VODs, go find their YouTube channel, Nerds of the West, on YouTube. As of the end of 2020, they did a massive stream rating their top played board games of the year. So you can go check out what a bunch of nerds think are maybe your next top 10 board games. Or can give you the satisfaction of knowing that your collection may include one or all of the best board games that some random people on the internet like to play. Either way, it's fun, entertaining, and may save you a few dollars. Also, little humble brag here, um, 
I actually also helped contribute to that by playing the fantastic little board game Cartographers, which is a great little group game. Uh, Tom himself recently streamed a multiplayer version of that on the Nerds of the West Twitch, where the audience could play along. It was pretty cool, actually, and really innovative. And that's the kind of thing you can expect from Nerds. So definitely, definitely, definitely go check them out. Also, big thanks to Sirenscape for the use of their sound library to make our podcast just pop. A lot of work goes into the sound design that you hear in the background, and honestly, it's a bit like movie editing. Uh, If you don't notice it, it's doing its job. That and the fantastic atmospheres we have to play with just help the world of There Be Dragons come alive. Visiting the Kairakian Arms may not have been the same without the assistance of the fantastic sound pack that Sirenscape have kindly supplied us to use. And if your next adventure requires a quick visit to the blacksmith, you too can bring a worldly atmosphere to your table, real or virtual, through the use of their free app available at sirenscape.com. No signups, no registrations, just download and play with it. It comes with a bunch of free and simple soundtracks, but if you're an aspiring but if you're an aspiring DM looking to run one of the official modules like Descent into Avernus, definitely check out their fantastically pre-designed audio packages. Go to sirenscape.com for the free download and more information because epic games need epic music. Now, it wouldn't be an ad break without us saying a big thank you to our patrons over at patreon.com slash therebedragons. If you'd like to support the podcast monetarily, please consider dropping by and giving us a small donation every month through the Patreon. Depending on your tier, it'll give you advanced access to the episodes. They will be released three days prior to the public release and won't have this lovely ad break in, so you you won't hear my voice anymore, but you will get access to a completely clean episode. And on top of that, uh, you can also, if you are a $10 or more subscriber, get access to the Side Along Law podcast that we've been slowly releasing that details the journey of the House Westfall, Ryland's ancestors, as they make their mark on Urhart history. All that aside, we made it through 2020. Hooray! Uh, and personally, I can't believe that we've made it to 25 episodes of the adventure. We've released what amounts to a feature-length film per episode, and that is a massive challenge, and your support just has kept us going. If you're not already following us on the social medias, please do check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And even if you can't manage a pledge of a couple of dollars a month due to your financial situation, because trust me, we totally understand what's happening with 2020, leave us a review. It helps us get noticed in the algorithm, which gets us in front of more people. So just the small act of giving us a star rating will get us noticed by people and lets us know that you enjoy listening to our adventure. And who knows, maybe someone you know will pick up the podcast and then they'll have their next favorite adventure podcast they can listen and tune into and have a chat with you about. Uh, and it's a win-win-win. Everyone, everyone wins. Anyway, this year has some exciting stuff coming up that we just can't wait to reveal, but wait, we must. Uh, We've been working away in the background on a number of things. We've teased this a little bit on the Patreon, and I do apologize to everyone on that. We are getting very, very close, I think, to being able to talk more about what we are planning. Um, But we're hoping to make at least some preliminary announcements about that in early February. Um, Thanks so much for sticking with us in 2020, though, and, and before. Uh, And let's all look forward to what 2021 has to offer us. Hopefully it gets better from here. Well, that's it for this ad break. And as always, thanks for listening. All right. You approach Magical's Magical Supplies and um, you get that same cold feeling again, Scan. I go, I'll wait here. (laughs) He's got the thing up up again. Knock on the door. There's no response. 
<laughs> so tempted to just click my fingers and fire. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, because there's warding. Scan, we seem to have a small problem of that there is nobody here. So if we cannot hire a barge, the least we can do is check out the flower mill. I mean, you just knocked on the door. Try the handle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he could just be in the back of the fucking shop and didn't hear you knock on his open door on his public access shop. Yeah, is there a close sign? <laughs> no, sorry, we were expecting it to be the way it was before. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's try opening the door. Yeah, it opens. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, we that's just, yeah, that's just like right off a every time bars. up until now he's been a dick to us. Uh, all the inventory that you saw here yesterday is gone, uh, including the hand of Gory. It's no longer there. That's he can't boring. get rid of it. Um, so, uh, yeah, you, what, call out? Yeah, he doesn't have a bell, does he? No. Uh, well, well, no, there's a small brass bell that chimes. Yeah, no, I'd hit that. Um, well, it chimes when you come through. Ah. Um, but you still don't get I, the response. I, he's done a bunk with your gold bar, mate. Maybe he's locked in his back room again. Yeah, but I don't know about the back room. No, you don't. Yeah, I would have told you about um, it. Oh, that's true. You we were told about it. Yeah. Um, so I'd call out to scan and just be like, he, there's possibly I, something going wrong. If I go down, does it, like, hurt? It's like stepping into a freezer. You know, uh, like the really, really cold ones, the ones where your fingers start to go blue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and you, like, you have that same sensation of, like, life almost being drawn out through your feet. I go as far as I can without, like, incurring injury. Yeah. Um, you get a couple of steps inside the doorway and then it's like, it's, it's like stepping onto, like, a frozen slab with bare feet. I go, I'm sorry, I can't. <clears throat> That's fine. Uh, if you just watch out, <laughs> if I call for you, I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> um, yeah, I say, Crush, go with. His head's up already and looking, and he's doing that thing that cats do when they're stalking prey, like just fixating on a point. Uh, Where's right. he looking? Yeah. Oh, he's looking at the back room. Okay. Cool, I'll head in that direction. I'll go to the door. So you head into the back room. It's a little workshop space, and then uh, there's like a doorway that leads onto a... It looks like a safe door. Safe door is ajar, and you can hear like it sounds like something turning, like clicking, like mm. click, 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 click. But you can also hear like the sound of like like metal being stretched. So the side was the safe door open? Oh, yeah. I know what he's doing. He's he's building the stuff. Yeah. yeah. If the safe door's open, I just knock on it slightly. You hear like a, a like a whole pile of stuff just sort of like. <laughs> hitting the ground and then you hear like the sound of like an out of tune guitar <laughs> and then you see Madrigal's face come to the door and then looks down and goes hello hello um we were just wondering uh because we weren't no sure. time for that come in here sure it grabs you by the hand and pulls you in <laughs> run off the field and I'll come help too you're early yeah we, we weren't sure how long it was going to take we got a bit of time um is that your come- friend at the front yeah he can't come in any closer oh, that's right and it, he um he's, he runs out to the front leaves you alone in his house you think yeah um have a look around but it's, uh, it's like this- it's, it's what Rylan's told me yeah yeah uh you see like a um it looks like a violin on a countertop next to some brass knuckles and what looks like a piece of wire being threaded around a ring and there's like fine clockwork inlaid in it and there's tiny little gears and things but he runs out to the front and um, reaches underneath his counter and does something and then that feeling starts to gradually disappear oh by grom that's better hmm. oh 
I did say again. I did say it would take a day or two. I'm sorry, that's the anti magic field. That can't no, no, no. Um, yeah. Have you flipped the bar yet? Um, yes. <laughs> Do you have some or any of the gold? Uh, look, it's in process. Uh-huh. There's a few moving parts. That's Look, you'll get your money, don't worry. No, no, no. It's uh, just... We were just wondering if we could have it because we, we were going to do stuff, but if you don't have it, that's okay. His eye starts to droop. <laughs> you got a little... You got a little... Um... Oh, oh uh, and he steps away from you and goes, oh, um... Then he sighs. When you say droop, yeah. does face melt? Sort of. <laughs> and he goes, oh, and he just clicks, and it, magic he was using just disappears, and he's got a huge black eye. Uh, yeah. Not without consequence, okay? Look, it's fine. I know these people. It's fine. We will have our money. It's just we had some prior disagreements that needed to be sorted out. Sure. May I... And you, you are welcome to not answer this. Who with? Just because I want... I like to know uh, who not to fuck with in any town I am happen to be in. Oh, the bank. Oh, okay. <laughs> well... More specifically, the bank manager's bodyguard. But that'll happen. Better bodyguard um, than me. Hey? <coughs> would you, perchance, happen to know anything about the flour mill? Mm, I mean, it's a flour mill. Nothing strange around the area. No bank operating out of it. I mean, <laughs> that's fine. If I wanted flour, I'd go to a flour mill. Well, that's what we're planning on doing. Um, why? <laughs> we need a way out of the town. And you thought flour was the solution? Uh, we thought flour selling on a barge make a bit of money on the way out. Um, I mean, look, if you wanted to be a merchant... Don't want to be a merchant, just while the, the opportunity's uh, there. Look, I mean, Mer- however opportunity, you want to spend your money, I skill. assume that's why you're here. I haven't got it yet. Um, yeah. Not a problem. Actually. And he looks at you both and kind of goes, yeah. Yeah, let's go to the bank. Did I get Charlie? <laughs> I say to him. Yeah, he goes, uh, oh, um... <laughs> Actually, it might not be a bad idea. I just finished Mr. Roughhouse's knuckle dusters. Ah. He will be very happy. We should definitely get Charlie. Where is this bank? We'll meet you there. Uh, You heard of the coinage district? Yes. (laughs) Seen a map. (laughs) Yeah. Why? um, I'm assuming muscle. Um, So would if if we, say, rocked up with, I don't know, five of us. Oh, actually. um, Nezzo. That's me. I wasn't formally introduced. That happens. Um, but I did some inquiries. Um, so. <laughs> I, I perk up at that a little bit. Inquiries to who? I'm, I'm not Charlie. Well, you know, you go to a pub, you meet someone, you You're have a conversation. Don't be, don't be. Yeah, we definitely were at a pub. <laughs> um, this is why you hang out with me, not Charlie. <laughs> I was going to say, I have something that you might be interested in buying after you get your money. (laughs) He picks up the violin and spins it in his hand and goes, This is very good. It has all the wires broken (laughs) on the front of it. It's like bowed out. like. Am I sensing any, like, magical aura coming from? Roll me an arcana check. Uh, 16. Cool. Now roll me a perception check. Uh, 23. Okay, um, there is definitely magic in this, and then you think you know why. Uh, this particular instrument appears to have... There's like a rotating drum on the side of it that appears to fulfil the role of a, like, 
spell scroll, it can prepare a spell in it hmm. and then replay it. Would I so recognize that? Spell into it. It would give. It's an extra spell slot. Yeah. And then he goes. Uh, but let's talk about that when we've got money. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll shout you a magic violin. <laughs> yeah, especially after you didn't protect me. I'm just sad because I lost my money. It, yeah. Did you I mean, get bumped into her by a little girl? I probably did without realizing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Get for having a very good passive perception. What's yours? Idiot. No, the like, person just rolled really well. <laughs> Outperform me, bitch. <laughs> I was just like, mine's 16, dickhead. Go away. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the Nine Meters Inn, Ryland. I've been playing solitaire. Okay. Um, that's not a holes. euphemism. And scratching your holes? Yeah, my stab wounds are itching. Oh, okay. oh my God. <laughs> are you doing this in your room, in the sitting area? There's a couple of like uh, like other rooms that are like down in like the communal area, I suppose. There's the, Obviously there's the... Uh, I would have stayed in table. kind of the breakfasting room and just played solitaire. And you know you know, kind of when you have an inju- itching injury and you're trying not to do it, but every now and again you kind yeah. of catch yourself? She's doing that and then goes back um, to my garden. You oh. hear the chair opposite you being pulled out and then someone sits in it and you look up and it's the elf that got walloped on the head that you played cards with. That I gave money to. Yeah, and he's looking across at you and he goes, huh, fancy that. (laughs) Well, this seems to be an extraordinary coincidence. It's a small city, I guess. Hmm, do you want to play more cards? Well, it depends how much money you got. I don't answer, I just, you know, do that thing where you pull the cards apart and they all just fly from one hand to the other. He grins at you and goes, so I didn't actually think we'd see each other again. I thought you would have been long gone. I was waylaid to Uh a certain extent. Leaving is still very much the plan, though. Interesting thing. We got very specific orders about you last night. Really? Yeah. Apparently we're to disregard your existence entirely. (laughs) (laughs) I don't answer. I just do that thing with the cards again. (laughs) Gotta say, kind of impressed. Well, what I do have is a certain set of skills. <laughs> you Liam Neesh. <laughs> Let's bury the hatchet. Quillane, he extends a hand. Pleasure to meet you, Quill. I'm not actually here. <laughs> I don't know who I'm talking to. Shall we? I deal out the cards. So he's not the chattiest of elves, hmm. but he's open for conversation as you play. How's the head? I've got a, a nice helmet I can wear when I'm out on patrol. It's convenient. Wouldn't want to take too many blows to the head in the course yeah. of one's life. There's some pretty nasty holes. I would have thought they would have healed up by now. Oh, I'm working on them. Itchy as effort, though. Four of a kind. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and he puts, like, his pair of twos down. <laughs> All right. How about we make this interesting? Hmm. Little Birdie tells me that your bounty set by the king to be. He takes the deck and he starts shuffling. Mm -hmm. How does someone like you become so important to someone like that? (laughs) I'm going to be, I'm just going to play it totally cool and go, oh, you know, shag the wrong woman, that usual business. He seems a bit nonplussed. How long do I have to ignore your existence for? Should be out of here in a day or so. If I were you, probably would make it as sooner rather than later. Mm. I've been uh, patrolling the streets and the locals are not happy. Yes, that's why I'm staying indoors. Mm. Mm. Don't particularly like being stabbed. Have the little birdies told you anything else about me? I might be prepared to lose a hand or two for... Oh, well, in that case. (laughs) Um, 
bit of interest from the guard now about you. They don't understand why they're not supposed to acknowledge that you are here. Hmm. So that's certainly a big question mark. Maybe watch your back. I mean, I don't know who knows what I know. He looks around and there's just this officer making tea in the corner. But I don't think it's too many of them. Hmm. How long have you been here now? Four days. Four days? I wasn't here prior. I didn't join up. Although, to be honest, kind of questioning that decision now. Would you say you've gotten a bit of a feel for the city in these days? Oh, city's a city. Um, and I'm going to just... Do, have you ever seen where they kind of flick a card from the front of the deck to the back? Yeah, the yeah. Do it yeah. And go, and where do the criminals hang out these days? Oh, you know, wherever there's poverty. And then if you want to go for the real criminals, all you got to do is go to the bank. I like you. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't kill me. I'm glad I didn't kill you either, Ryland. Wouldn't have someone I could play cards with otherwise. Abella and Charlie, you return to the Nine Widows Inn with Viola in tow, having witnessed the strict Bashano penal code as enacted by the followers of the Fury. As you enter into the main hall, Viola turns to you, Charlie, and says, Oh, would you like a cup of tea? <laughs> what have you got? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, <laughs> she goes, I have a heart grey. I'm going to try to... <laughs> Charles is down Charlie, in the room. <laughs> Charlie, would, uh, Charlie would never turn down the offer of tea anyway. Got to christen these new pants. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if somebody offers you tea, it's, it's impolite to yeah. turn them down. So she, she steps out of the way and lets you pass. And then there's just this half-second glance at Abella and, like, a little smile around the lips. And then there's, <laughs> the door closes behind. Uh, Viola just gets you a cup of tea and is just asking you questions about your family. So, I mean, like, Charlie wouldn't be, like, specific. And this isn't, like, meta. But, you know, just... It's like, oh, do you have any sisters? Mm-hmm. Do you have any brothers? Yep. What's the family life like? Tell me about the estate. Got a girl. Have you got a girlfriend? I've heard so much about Urhart. Is it true that the king sits on a throne made of gold? All that sort of stuff. So yeah, Charlie would, his family stuff, he would very much sort of be like, he'd answer the questions, but it wouldn't be like, oh yes, my father you know, who, who goes to sleep at 7 p.m. every night and then rises does at he? 5. No, like, <laughs> no, you were like... Yeah, if he's rising at 5, he does. Even then, no, seven is quite... I get up 10 at, hours late. I get up at 5 and I go to bed at, like, 10.30. <laughs> so, um, um, but yeah, like, he'd, he'd answer the questions, but he's not spilling the beans. Meanwhile, outside, um, yeah, you're pretty much left by yourself. You see Ryland playing cards and having a conversation with an elf in the other room, and you get like a real like they seem they're in a, what, they, what the uh, Babashina called a tête-à-tête. Mm. Do I see them come back? Um, no, I think you're in conversation. Yep. Um, you probably would have heard people come in. You probably would have heard Charlie going because he's that's loud. entirely a really good average. Mm. What, what Charlie does. Um, Charlie would though, because would there be a role to make? No, let me just try and word this. So, Bella seems very fond of you. How did, how far back do you go? Oh, I, uh, I only met Abella when you first arrived. Um, truth, truth, truth. She's a good girl, though. <laughs> lie, oh, lie, lie, bitch, lie. I fucking hate her. Well, Charlie knows that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, that's a 20 on the dice. Do, 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 oh. do, do, 28. She's telling the truth. <laughs> she only met Abella mm-hmm. the day she arrived. Yeah. Yes. And she, in her opinion, is a good girl. <laughs> yeah, it's because yeah. I fucking stabbed someone when she asked me to. Yes. Mm, good girl. Stabby, stab, stab. She hasn't been a good girl yet. <laughs> you get a very matriarchal feel from Viola. Yeah. Protective or possessive. You're not sure which. But uh, of that kind. But so I don't sort of pick up any, like... If what's I can the, pick what's up the objective of Charlie's the line of question? The objective is to try and see if there is a more... There's a more of a link than between the two of them than she's just a client. The only thing that you can kind of intuit, however Viola feels about Abella, is akin to possibly extended family. But that could, <laughs> but that could just be it's sort of her more, way. Yeah, like if you know there was some form of connection, like there is some sort of. Maybe, but you're not sure what yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just because, you know, Abella's been weird about this old lady mm. repeatedly. The old lady seems very fixated on Abella. Like, you know, Abella yeah. was taken away and then Abella was offered to go to the, the, the church. And so they're just, to Charlie, it seems like more than just... You're, you're getting very little from Viola, and yeah. ba- basically you're pretty certain everything she said is factually accurate, but you're, you're getting, like... Again, it's not it's not that there's necessarily something wrong, but it's like, you know when a grandparent meets, like, your friend for the first time mm. and they immediately treat them as though they're family? Yeah. It's that kind of feeling. Mm. Okay. Yeah, like, Charlie's not, like, going... Like, no, I know, but that's, like that's the information you're getting. And, like, asked her a question. Well, and just... well, but that's the thing. Like, it's, it's hard to quantify that as an answer because... You, can... you get that it's very... Okay, so here's maybe a better way to also add some information to that because you did roll a 20. It's... Almost off the cuff, but super accurate the way that she speaks. Yeah. Yeah, well, Charlie would still sort of just continue to have a conversation, mm. finish his tea, not yep. like obviously rush through the tea, but politely finish the tea and then. How does he have it? Hmm? Does he drink it black? Of course. He ain't no scrub. And so does Viola. She doesn't dare bring milk into this conversation. Yeah, of course. God, no. But Charlie might, on like a beautiful day, have a splash of lemon. Like on a on one of those nice spring days, a bit of lemon just adds a little like brightness to the yeah, tea. Yeah. But yeah, like Charlie would finish the tea, ask her if there was anything he could help her with while he was there. Um, no, she's like, "You're the guest. I could never impose." Oh, it'd be no. But well, yeah. my gushes could do with some work. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You're Char- going to be cleaning the mafia boss's fucking gutters. Charlie will gutters is a euphemism. <laughs> yeah, Charlie would God, I wish he'd clean my gutters sometimes. <laughs> oh, oh, certainly. Is there like a ladder or something around I can get Yes, there? there's a ladder outside in the uh, horse pens. Yeah, Charlie will. And then up goes a picture of her with Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> this enormous they man in this <laughs> They weren't married. It's just <laughs> personal murder. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Charlie will grab the ladder and start. Yeah, it's actually just pictures of guys she's killed. (laughs) (laughs) No one else could get these fuckers, so I had to. (laughs) Um, So, Abella, you have never felt so horribly alone. (laughs) That's all right. I'll probably just like probably try to keep an eye on Charlie. Like when he leaves, I'll probably. (laughs) He like out the window, like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just like. 
peek over to see what he's doing. Charlie's when like I see up him to going, his elbows, just and see when I'm like, <laughs> when I see him, I'm like, in the gun, gun. not in her. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, my dear, yes. Oh, my God. No. Up to the elbow. If you're up to Please. the elbow in someone, something is very, very wrong. Unless you're one I of those people who breeds cows. I have seen them videos. <laughs> Unless it's a veterinarian and you're in a cow. What are you, what are you doing? Are you just looking through the window or yeah, are you watching him work? Yeah, looking over the window. <laughs> you're a bad person. <laughs> is this like a... Can Charlie see her? Yes, I'm very probably. Yeah. Okay. Hello, Rebella. Uh, are you... What are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm helping Viola with her gutters. They're a little full of leaves. Would you like to give me a hand? Why not? <laughs> Why the fuck not? <laughs> you scream that? I'm like constrained screaming, so it's not like... Yeah. I bellow it out to the neighbourhood, but yes, it is very that much in that tone. Super fucking weird, Charlie. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, Charlie's... And I'm, I'm not even making rolls on this shit. Like. And I'll, like, come out and just, like, you know, right, we're cleaning a goddamn Charlie, now, okay? And when the Bella comes out, Charlie's sort of going to come down <laughs> the I'm not even hear any of that. I'm just like, all right, what are we... Well, let's clean the gutters, and Charlie. grab, like, one of the cloths and sort of wipe his arm. Yeah. And basically go... Right, Abella... We've been playing these games for at least a day. What's going on? We are in a town with multiple people who want to kill most of us. What's not going on? Why would they want to kill you? I don't know, but I'm (laughs) sure they do. I mean, I did have a terribly interesting conversation with Viola. Yeah? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, you roughhouse. You slide on <laughs> What about? Why, why are you looking so concerned when I mention her name? I'm concerned, I'm just curious. <laughs> just glad, glad you're keeping her company in her old age. Give me uh, a 24. <laughs> yeah, roll a deception. Oh. 24. <laughs> She's got a nat 20 then. No, it actually wasn't bad, but it wasn't 24. It's 19. How do you expect us to have your back if we don't know what we're protecting you from? Like you, you don't need to protect me. You are very, very freaked out. And every time somebody mentions Viola's name, you look like you've seen a ghost. No, I don't. Stop lying to me, Abella. Good lord. So is he up the ladder? And <laughs> no, he like came down. The so he's doing the dad's thing of like wiping the muck okay, off his right. hands while. Sort of... Like, is she? Is he passing her goop? <laughs> Don't lie to me, Abella. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, is he keeping us? Charlie has his back to the inn as he's talking to you, and you just see Viola in the window. <laughs> Like maybe passive perception that or <laughs> Yeah, your passive perception to pick up there's someone in the window behind you. Okay. And Abella's face? Abella's doing that thing where they're like their eyes <laughs> die to the side. Okay. The people that you you keep hanging around with and, and like playing your silly games with, they can get you What's hurt. Silly games? Oh, I know you go out at night and you start <laughs> fights with people in what? the bars. 
And Charlie's what? sort of like giving you a look, like, don't lie to I'm me, sorry, Abella. What? I'm concerned about you. I don't want you running around causing problems for yourself. You're a That's young lady. You need to. I'm fucking up, mad right like, now. Like, <laughs> Charlie's like, eyebrows are going like, oh no, she's back there. I'm not an idiot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making the eyebrows dance. Abella's just like, stop accusing me of things. I'm just. I know you're capable, a capable fighter, but you shouldn't be picking fights with... Yep. I'm just concerned about you, Abella. I've probably clued in at this point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Thank God. Fine. I'm not stop, trying, I'll stop picking fights. I'm not trying to stifle your, your vibrant personality. <laughs> I just don't want you getting hurt. <laughs> we can't help you if we don't know what's going on. Maybe uh, you'd join me for a walk down to the river later in the evening. Um, as you say, what's going on? Scan and a very deflated-looking Nezor return. Um, uh, Someone just, got robbed, but it wasn't me. But for reference, that like, like I, don't, I can't remember who was there when I was like, I don't want to throw my gold at these monsters because it's the most gold I've ever got. It's just like, I'm just like, I fucking hate everyone. I'm going to lock myself in the room. Fuck the bank. You guys can go to the bank. Like, um, so like storm clowned overhead. That's me. Can, does he? Does he look like that? Like, yeah. Okay. Um, Magicals um, come with you, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, I say to him, tell you what. You're the, you're the trader. You do the trade. Any profit you make is yours. If we can even get a boat. Don't See. worry. We'll be all good. Let's, let's protect. Violent. And I'll buy you a fancy violin. That's a good start. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I've never had to comfort a grumpy teenager before. <laughs> I was, that was amazing. I was transported back to my youth. <laughs> and I'll buy you a fancy violin. Okay? Okay. And a big bag of sweets. <laughs> the whole, the whole How old is Nezor? Like, 21, 22. Oh, okay. Physical age. Mental age. <laughs> Currently, six. <laughs> but yeah, you turn the corner as Charlie is, like, very sternly looking at Bella... Um, you normally wouldn't go into the Nine Widows this way, but the courtyard gate is open and you see them. Hello. So. Oh, hey, Scan. What's up? Uh, um, Magical here. Uh, wait, so, <laughs> uh, crazy morning. Um, Nezo, I got a little robbed. Not a lot robbed, but a bit. Uh, so we Everything got... robbed. <laughs> Hang on, what, what's what? everything? Charlie's Gold. Like, oh, just his money. What, <laughs> all of it? Yeah. While you do that, really? while you do that, Ryland, you hear your friends have returned. You can hear like an animated conversation happening. Well, I'll excuse myself, Quillian. It's been lovely to see you again. Thanks for the the tip off. Much yes. appreciated. Thank you for the gold. <laughs> well, thank you for the lose? Uh, How much did I give him? <laughs> you lost a few hands, so we'll say five. Five ducats. Cool. It's quite a lot of money, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I've still got whole... in this Italian, economy that's five gold. That's five months' wages. Um, <laughs> I've still got ninety-one ducats left, so I'm by no means brassic over here. And you know, not like some people. <laughs> anyway, and, and I'll offer to shake his hand. Yeah, you see Viola carrying like a shaky tray of uh, lemonade. Uh, yeah, Charlie would take a knee at Nezor, like put a hand on his shoulder, and like they didn't hurt you, did they? Uh, and it. It would have didn't even see them, but it would have been fine. But we don't even have the gold from Magic Gold yet to actually, you know, do anything with it. So. But didn't don't you notice them robbing you? Uh, 
I shoot a glare at her, like, like not saying anything around Charlie, I go, but I I'm go, just I, like, I, I, I put a hand on her shoulder and I say, um, it's a floating market. The number of children running into you? Oh. Yeah, I could have told you about that. Yeah, should yeah. have told you about that. Really, he's like, oh, like I've lived oh, on the streets. You knew. Like it's not, <laughs> it's not anything new. It's just like someone got the better mm. of me. Uh, Rylan comes out carrying a tray of lemonade, and Viola's next to him. Lemonade, anyone? Viola just made it for us. Oh, oh, smiles up at you all. What do you reckon? There's our old pal or buddy old chum. Yeah, I might as well. <laughs> she goes and pats Why are we one. pandering to you? <laughs> no, I'm just like, just tell me to fucking get on with it. We're about to get Charlie's two grand. Like, it's kind of nice, actually. <laughs> Charlie's like going, look, don't worry. I'm sure you'll come up with a solution for the problems. And the money, we'll get the money. Well, actually. What happened to the money? Nezzle got robbed. Oh, shit. Just sorry, Viola. Not not a lot. Not <laughs> yeah, a lot robbed, just no, a bit robbed. got quite robbed. Mm. Yeah, look. <clears throat> they didn't actually get the Viola's stuff, like, so. where did that happen? Uh, the floating markets. Lots of pickpockets there. Hmm. Mm. Well. She totally has the money now, doesn't she? No, it's at least partially hers. <laughs> no, uh, she, um, she pats you on the shoulder and goes, better men than you have been ripped off there. And then leaves. Less vulnerable-looking men than you have. Madrigal, been. yeah. Well, that came out wrong. Andrew's I'm just sorry. Watching the whole Taller, more so. masculine men. So here's 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 again. I actually, no, I, I feel like actually the problem was that um, we were we were very much in character, and it was we. Mm-hmm. I I actually think it's probably uh, a testament to how well we were doing that uh, I didn't get fucking robbed <laughs> because I was the bodyguard, but my handsome young merchant friend got the shit ripped out of him. <laughs> Speaking of ripping shit, and Charlie climbs back up the ladder and starts cleaning Actually, don't get your hands too dirty because we might need them later. Okay. Um, Clean them. Oh, I'm just going uh, to pre- and go up and help him. <laughs> we uh, we uh, have Bella, a present for you, Charlie. Yeah. Well, oh, I'll get on with it. You <clears throat> Madrigal is here. Yeah. Like, Madrigal has sort of sidled up to... Madrigal sidled up to Rylan and goes... Um, so, maybe it's a bit awkward to ask, but uh, could I maybe get some of that blood? <laughs> Has this guy got ADD? <laughs> <laughs> so now you want it. I just finished patching up all the holes other people had put in me. I was a little bit perturbed, and I wasn't destroyed immediately afterwards. So, on the whole, <laughs> we really are going for them butt jokes, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> All the holes. Uh, so, Magical uh, has a... The, the, the money is a, a, a definite maybe at this point. Ooh, um, sorry. And Charlie was like, hand on a Bella and be like, we'll go for that walk later. Just take care. Okay. You got a jar? Uh, no. But when you have a jar, I'll put some blood in it. Okay? Okay. Does anyone have a jar? Yes, <laughs> we have one filled with ink. <laughs> no, I have, I have a jar that till recently held gecko. Is that okay? <laughs> Can I use that? If you get me a new, I, I have a thing for jars. It's it's long story, but yeah, sure. If I could have a new jar, yeah. yeah. He he withdraws a dagger and he goes like kind of does that. Huh? Hey, round. Will it heal kind of... before this evening? He's just gonna take some blood. Oh. Yeah, and he does basically what he did to you, Skin. Takes a good heft of blood from uh, Ryland. Uh, Ryland, you're going to lose one hit point. Oh no, one hit point. Yeah. Um, my now. strength is withering. <laughs> um, withering. Withering? He goes, <laughs> withering. <laughs> uh, he 
does something to the jar. It's like you just sort of see it kind of ripple. And he tucks it into a, uh, a belt loop. I'll get that jar back to you when you uh, come by. When the rest of the items are finished. Oh, on that note. Uh, and he pulls out the two knuckle dusters and he goes, uh, Mr. Roughhouse, I've completed your order. Told you we had a present. Excellent. And try again, uh, doing the dad thing, cleaning yeah. his hands with it. He puts he puts them on his hands and he goes, uh, so, I had a bit of a think about what you said. These are, I think, probably what you want. And then he gets like a really pained look on his face as he holds the knuckle dusters on his rip. And it's like someone physically and intensely concentrating on something, borderlining on going to the toilet. And then you see like sparks come out of the end of the knuckle dusters. And <laughs> they kind of form like a rope and then they disappear and he goes... Okay. Oh, all right. Um, this will be easy enough for you to use, but uh, I do not have um, the kind of <laughs> physical and mental training you have had. And he slips them off and he hands them to him and goes, um, put these on and concentrate. And then he hands you a small index card written in a flowing script, much like the one I've just handed to you. So these knuckle dusters give you a base plus one damage to your unarmed attacks. They are considered monk weapons, but they are also simple weapons, so you do not have to be proficient in them to use them. If a non-monk character uses them, they roll 1d4 plus one plus their strength mod. If a monk uses them, they use the monk's base die plus one and either strength or dex depending on what they're doing for their attacks. The weapon is not magical, however, it is imbued with a cantrip that you can use as one of your attacks in an attack action to cast the cantrip lightning lure. That will cost you a key point to do, but it creates two whips of lightning that each come from each knuckle, and you can target a creature up to 15 feet away from you, and then they'll have to make a strength saving throw. And if they fail the throw, they'll be pulled 10 feet towards you, and if they end their turn within five feet, they'll take... Uh, 2d8 damage because you're fifth level and that will scale according to your character level so when you hit level 11 it'll go up to three and when you go up to level 17 you'll go up to 48 so magical watches you put them on and then goes mr roughhouse if you would be so kind uh he looks around and he sees like a bale of hay gestures to it yeah so charlie would bend a key point and so, Charlie, as you concentrate on the knuckle dusters, you feel a tingle in your fingers and sparks begin to fly from the fronts of these weapons. Uh, they coalesce into two long tendrils of electricity that you can then whip out forward and grab the bale of hay with. The bale bursts into flames as you pull it towards you and it falls apart as it leaves a burnt, strewn mess on the floor of this courtyard. Just be careful with them because, you know, lightning. It's not... <laughs> Don't worry, I, I will. He's one of the more careful people I have ever met. Um, so, Charlie, uh, for the next bit, um, a madrigal here is requisite of a little muscle. Uh, I think mainly to just, and correct me if I'm wrong here, madrigal, look impressive? Yes, uh, I think the knuckle dusters will help with that. Cool, too. cool. Uh, how, how, how many... People, is he going to have to lightning lure to him? Oh, um, I'm not so sure about that, but uh, he is very big, so uh, that he is. We would probably be able to um, to uh, converse with the bank manager on uh, on an equal footing. I think the bank manager is the guy who has the money. Oh, so you're just objectifying me then? That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Magic kind of like, shakes like, yeah. Skin looks at him and he's like, 
Yeah. No, Charlie doesn't. <laughs> he looks around at all of you and goes, I wasn't so sure that five people would be necessary, but you've all together, like, quite impressive. We have a particular set of skills. <laughs> oh. Actually, we really don't. <laughs> we have a bunch of... We have a bunch of random skills. <laughs> Speaking of random skills, is that my axe? Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> Guy does good work, yeah? Yes. Yeah. So where the, the metal eater took the bite out of it, mm-hmm. that has been, that is seamlessly been blended with like a silver, you can't mm-hmm. even feel like where the two metals were joined. It's perfectly buffed out. Beautiful work. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, your weapon is considered silvered now. Ben does good work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unfortunate name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I feel like he got a little over enthusiastic because he silvered the weapon and I did not ask him to. No complaints here. Yeah, you can have your hammer back. Danke. So am I to assume you want us all to come and look intimidating? I thought maybe it'd be overkill, but to be honest, it's you, 2,000 ducats. I want to be clear for my own sake and I, I feel also for Charlie's because of our arrangement. Um, how, what level of involvement do you want us to have in these conversations? Well, look, um, when I went there, I tried to flip the bar. Mm-hmm. He wanted to know who gave me the bar, um, was insistent that I pay him some money that I owe him, but that's not part of this negotiation. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I didn't trust him to not maybe do... So- I don't know. He was a bit weird about the whole thing. Thought I lied about the bar. I see, so he's thinking that you have stolen it. I think he just thinks I'm acting as an intermediary for someone. Nezo, do you want to do your whole (laughs) get-up? I don't know how useful it'll be in this situation. It will be very useful. So puts a hand on you and gives you a fatherly smile. (laughs) (laughs) And Scan goes, Scan to back this up goes, it's your look, dude. It's the way you... At the very least, I'll have chicken wings with me. Boom. They are handy. We know how useful chicken wings are. Mm. And to which Madrigal is probably just like, what? Yeah, uh, uh, chicken wings? (laughs) Oh, long story, but super handy things to have. You'd be surprised. It's like a towel and then chicken wings. That's, that's... Right. Thank you for listening to this episode of There Be Dragons. I am your Dungeon Master Matthew, and Abella de Rosier was played by Angela Lita Kay. Charlie Roughhouse was played by Tristan Doust. Nezor Valgoulis is played by Tom Moore, who also acts as our sound recorders. Ryland Westfall is played by Karen Schlink, and Scan Felsbar is played by Joshua Walker. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, please consider checking out our Patreon at patreon.com slash therebedragons for additional material and content. You can also check out our website at therebedragonscast.com. There Be Dragons is produced and edited by Matthew Buss. There Be Dragons' original score is composed by Sean Tanian. You can find more of his work at seantanianmusic.com. There Be Dragons' art is produced by Brianna Manning. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs>